Hey guys, and welcome back to another podcast on For Generations to Come, where I am your host, Moesha Gray. And here we break generational curses by sharing our wisdom, our love, and empowering through Christ. All right, y'all. So by the title, you already know what today's topic is. And it is one of the most highly requested topics that you all wanted to hear, which I'm really excited that you all wanted to hear about it. Um, So yeah, today's topic is going to be on sex and celibacy. And I'm so excited for Ash Elise to come on here and share her wisdom, share her story, share her transparency, first of all, um, about her story, um, her encounter with sex, her um, encounter with being celibate for over a lot of years. I'll let her share how many years she's been celibate. But yeah, so if you want to hear more about sex and celibacy, then just keep on listening. Okay, we're just going to hop right into it, all right? First off, I want to say thank you. I really want to say thank you for um, just taking out your time to share your wisdom and your story with us, especially me, because I definitely struggled with well, this. Well, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> You're welcome. So first off, we're just going to hop into it and have you introduce yourself, whatever you want, your background. All All right. Well, I'm so excited to be on here. And I think it's amazing what you're doing. And I just love the transformation that's happened in your life in the past year. Um, It's really awesome. So yeah, so my name is Ashley Harris. And um, on my social media handles, I go by Ashley Lease. That's my first and middle name. And um, basically, I am a success coach. And I am the creator of the Prosper in Your Purpose course, which is a course that is designed to help you define and discover what your purpose is, walk in your calling, um, learn how to brand and market successfully on social media, and also how to monetize all of that and make some money doing what you're put on the earth to do. So that's what I'm passionate about. And I'm a speaker and, um, you know, I just love God and I just love people. So I'm just, uh, that's what I do full time. And (laughs) that's enough about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we, if everyone's going to see the top, I mean, the title, everyone's going to know that it's uh, all about celibacy and sex. And I also wanted to talk about your brand, uh, Be the Standard. Um, so I wanted you to uh, let us know, give us a little bit of backstory first about your encounter with your decision to withhold from sex. And first of all, let everybody know how long. It's yeah. Been. So I've been celibate since I was 17 years old. So I believe that's 14 years. Um, and I've been single for the past eight years, which I know in this day and age, that sounds a little crazy. Uh, but yeah, I've been celibate 14, single eight years. And so, um, how I got just my, my start on this journey is I, at 17, I decided to stop having sex because I had, um, decided to have sex at 16 years old with my then boyfriend. And I grew up in church and was raised in church, but I had like a kind of broken relationship with my father, which usually that's like the cause of us doing a lot of things. We either have a broken Mm -hmm. childhood, you know, with one of our parents or we got bullied or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's usually childhood stuff going on. So that was my jam. And um, this guy came along and, you know, I we decided to like have sex at 16 and it lasted only just about like eight months or something. Like I wasn't wilding for too long, but, um, you know, like I just knew like deep down, I always had a relationship with God and 
I remember even while like having sex one time, like God literally like was speaking to me the whole time. And <laughs> I think I started crying. <laughs> it probably freaked him out. But God was like, I still love you, Ashley, no matter what. And I think I just like lost it and started crying. So yeah, God doesn't let me have fun with my sin too much. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that, that was just my background. I remember one day I was sitting out, I was at summer school and the guy had like cheated on me with this girl and um I was sitting out um I went late to class like on purpose because I was just like felt like I was losing it I was like I can't believe I had sex and this guy like cheated on me and blah 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 and um I just remember sitting out like by myself in the middle of this of this park like at the school and God just speaking to me I just felt his presence and he was just like you know like you can make a decision today to like stop doing this um, you know, and I'll help you, you know, like I'll change your whole entire life around or you can keep going down this path and you're going to have like STDs and babies and all type of stuff. It's not going to be hot, you know? So I just decided that day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a decision to just like stop having sex. And that's just my personality. Like if I make a decision to sin, then I'm a sin. But if I make a decision not to, then I'm not going to. So we're just kind of black and white in that sense. So that's what happened. That's just a bit of the journey. And from that point on, I just decided to just like save myself like for marriage as best I could, you know? So that's the backstory of it all. Okay. So how does uh, your Be The Standard, is that how Be The Standard came about? Um, Be The Standard started in 2013, which was um, years later. And um, in 2013, God just started downloading to me one night, like, just like in the middle of the night and just started talking to me about be the standard. Those words came to me and I didn't even really know like what it was or what it would turn into, but he was just like, yeah, you're going to like um, just help a lot of people. And I just want you to just talk about be the standard and teach people how to be the standard in their own life. And I want you to be one. So that's kind of how it came to me. I just wrote out this thing in the middle of the night one night in 2013 and I, it was like December, 2013. And I was like, okay, I'm going to launch this. So I like launched it as like a blog and uh, you know, a Facebook page and all this type of stuff. So that's how be the standard actually started. Okay. So I know today it's like you said earlier, it's not popular to be celibate for 14 yeah. years. <laughs> um, and honestly, I struggle a bit with having sex before marriage and I will always say that I was going to and be celibate but I really think that it's mostly based on your relationship with God so for for everyone that's listening let us know what does uh, your purity mean to you yeah what does my purity mean to me I think you said right I, the phone was breaking up a lot but yeah, what I heard, um, what does my purity mean to me? I think uh, it means everything. Like, I, I know a lot of times when we think of purity, we only think of, like, you know, in the terms of sex and our uh, stuff like that. But I think it's important to to work to be pure on every level. Like, even in our interactions mm -hmm. at the grocery store, like, be pure in them, you know, and don't be fake with people online and, you know, um, and just be genuine and pure. And also when it comes to your body, like I'll talk about that when you ask another question, but I just think it's not just like in our body, even though that's like the most important, because that's the only sin when God said flee to run away from fornication. That's the only sin he said to run away from 
like get up out of there. So it's important. But like, I just think that purity to me is just like honoring God on every level and being as authentic and genuine as we can so that like God just shines through, you know, and there's no dirt and crap, you know, in the midst of that. It's just like mm-hmm. you just honoring God to the highest degree that you can. Um, and it's spilling over into every area of your life. That's like purity to me. Okay, so I know that I said that um, before marriage, I definitely struggled with um, staying set. So if you could give the person I was about three years ago before I got married <laughs> some advice on staying celibate, then, you know, what would you give to those who say they want to be celibate but can't? Yeah, so they want to they wanna be celibate but say they can't. Um, you know, it's just yes. a choice, honestly. Like, if you say you literally can't stop having sex and something's actually wrong with you and somebody may want to punch me for that, but it's just the truth. Like you can stop doing whatever you want to do. It's just a decision, you know, like if, uh, if Bill Gates was here and he said, I'll give you a million dollars if you stop having sex, I bet it ain't going to be hard at that point for you. You know, (laughs) so it's a decision that everybody makes and we either choose to give into our flesh or to honor God. And it's as simple as that. So if you want to be celibate and you say that you can't, that's just actually a lie because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So, you know, like, uh-huh. of course, temptation is going to come and that fine man or woman is going to show up and, uh, you know, or you may be in a godly relationship, but you're hanging out too late one night and, you know, you start kissing or something and you just want to have sex. I mean, that's common sense. Like God created us to, to recreate, you know, and create things. So, that mm-hmm. those emotions and hormones and things are going to happen. But I think it's important to set up boundaries, um, you know, to make sure that we remain celibate and pure. Um, and I think first it begins in our mind, you know, like you really, if you say you want to, then you have to like really believe that in your mind and follow through with it in your actions. So that's what, that's what I would say to that. Definitely. And I love what you said with boundaries. Because I definitely struggle with that. I really think um, when most people say it as well, I, I do really agree with you when I really think it's just an excuse. Um, because we don't want to try. We don't want to uh, come out of the comfort zone, actually, to push ourselves. Because it will. we will get tempted. And another thing that I have is what battles have you had when it comes to remaining celibate? let's reiterate 14 years Mm -hmm. um and if so how did you know how did you overcome those um those temptations when it comes to remaining yeah you know like so I think um it's important to know what your triggers are you know like I had to learn it took me a while to be honest but I had to learn if I could just be frank like okay I'm a woman and I'm gonna have a cycle and um, you know, during certain days, I'm going to be more horny than normal because those are the days my body mm-hmm. wants to freaking make a baby. So like, I need to make sure that I know what those days are, you know, and stuff like that and set myself up for success. So, you know, I'm not gonna, if I'm tempted, like I grew up in a home where my, um, my dad struggled with like watching pornography and things like that. And, you know, I struggled with watching pornography growing up and stuff like that. And so I had to make sure, like, whatever we have to do, like, my sister and I um, and whoever comes into our circle, we're very frank about it. Like, if you struggle with, you know, watching that stuff and 
uh, wanting to do something, then like, let's set up some blocks on your phone, you know, like whatever you have to do to just make sure that you guard your purity. Like it's that serious, you know? So I would say like just having accountability in my life is so important. Um, and just being like super real, like text a friend, mm-hmm. like, Hey, like I'm heck of horny right now. And I feel like going to have sex girl. And, um, you know, or if you have a guy friend that you could talk to that, you know, you really don't like each other. You could talk like that. Like I have a, um, a guy friend who's one of my closest friends and we definitely don't like each other. And then we, uh, you know, are very honest and he'll be like, yeah, don't do that. Like keep honoring God or whatever, make it into a joke. And so, you know, I just have healthy accountability in my life. I'm very honest. If I feel like I want to go do something, I say it. Um, because I think there's a lot of shame that comes along with just being that real. It's like, I shouldn't yes. be struggling with this if I'm celibate or in, as long as you have a vagina or a penis, you're going to struggle with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> I love your transparency. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just think it's important to know your triggers and set up boundaries for yourself. So that you you keep winning, you know, or if you feel like you're at home and you feel like masturbating or something and, you know, or whatever you you like, get up, start doing jumping jacks or go text somebody or something, you know, not somebody that you want to screw, but, you know, your accountability. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So stuff like that is what I've done throughout the years to just keep myself. And also, I just don't put myself in crazy situations. Like if I know I'm attracted to somebody and. I'm going to want to have sex with them. Like, why would I be with them, like, late at night and all this stuff? Like, that's dumb, you know? So, yeah, Mm -hmm. just not putting yourself in crazy situations is important as well. Well, nowadays, sex is like a trend. Um, It's very recreational, and no one takes it serious. And the saying that you have to drive the car, I mean, test the car before you buy it or something like that. So what's your view on sex being recreational these days? Um, so you said sex is, you know, a trend and, and people want to have it like recreationally is what you're saying. What's my view on that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that sex is only a trend like to the world and well, it's still mm-hmm. Christians too, but you know, like. Um, a scripture that pops in my mind, I actually like wrote it down is Romans 12, one and two in the passion translation. And it says, you know, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? And he says, I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. And then the most important part, you know, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, mm-hmm. but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So I think the answer to that is it doesn't matter how much sex is a trend and you know, people just like to have sex, just have sex or whatever. Like, I think if you are making a decision to call yourself like a believer of God and a follower of Jesus Christ, then you have to stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, you know, and um, and mm-hmm. guard your eye gates and your ear gates and don't join that trend, set a new trend. So that's what I did. You know, it's like be the standard. Like I'm over here 
you know, doing my thing and y'all could be over there doing your thing. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking to you or stop being friends with you if you're having sex outside of marriage. Like, I'm not. I'll be disappointed if, you know, you're doing it, but I'm not going to, like, be like, you suck. I'm never talking to you again. Like, I'm not like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that our light just has to shine in, in that instance, and we just can't join in on that trend because even though sex feels good for the moment, or moments like the consequences of yeah. it is just like wild like why would you want to do all that you know there's so many extra consequences i can vouch for that uh-huh. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean i think we can go we can go really deep when it comes to um especially as believers of christ uh the consequences of sex before marriage i dealt with soul ties i dealt with um, lust and all of this extra stuff and it took years to get that mm-hmm. together um, it, I mean it was it caused a lot of damage in my life as well as going to my marriage because of all those consequences that did come out of that so can you add anything else or do you want to add anything else because honestly I think that this topic um, for some people it could be straight to the point you know if you just want to lay it on down like you really just laid it all out for us But for some people, a lot of people just want to, you know, we could talk about it for a long time. I really think we can. But if you have anything else that you want to share with us about, um, you know, the whole topic in general, any advice you want to give anyone listening or anything? Yeah. Any advice or anything about that? I would just say, like, um, first things first, like, it's important to focus on loving God, right? And then not to sound deep, Mm -hmm. but that's for real, like. Focus on loving God and knowing how much God loves you. And then secondly, you have to love yourself. Like, it cracks me up when people say, oh, I just made love when they're, like, not married. (laughs) They're outside the will of God. It's like, Mm -hmm. if God is love and he don't approve of sex outside of marriage, how are you actually making love? You're not, you know? So um, (laughs) I think it's important to know, like, the scripture says, like, love your neighbor as yourself. So if you feel like it's love for you to be like I just can't wait anymore like I need to have sex like we've been together for six months and I love them like that's not loving yourself you know what I'm saying and you don't love them Mm -hmm. either because if you love them you will respect their body and just wait until marriage because on the flip side not even being deep I think there's so many beautiful things that come out of like waiting until marriage and you know I'm not judging because I had sex before marriage I get it but I think there's so many beautiful things that come along with like waiting Because it's like, if you're already shacking and then you're having sex, like, when you get married, what is, like, there to look forward to? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, And I know a lot of people who actually, their marriages fail once they decide to, like, do it right. Because they've been living in sin for so long, you know? And they're used to that life. Mm -hmm. So I would just say to love yourself and know what that really looks like and know your identity and get busy in your purpose. You know, that goes for men and women. I know we like to use the story of, like, Ruth, and she was, like, in the field, and Boaz saw her, and blah, blah, blah. But I really Mm -hmm. take that to heart. Like, get in your purpose, and get with a man who's going to, like, love and appreciate you. And men, get with a woman who's going to love and appreciate your body. Because there are some women who are straight up, like, Jezebel's out here trying to seduce men. (laughs) Trying to seduce we always talk about men trying to do something to women but there's some like cold women out here who are doing too much so (laughs) you know even to um the men like wait on god and save your body and get with a woman who's going to respect you and i think i just think 
just um another side of it is like if I can get with someone like a man and he can respect my body and my and respect God and honor God and himself enough to like wait um you know we don't do no like stuff in between time like that's and call it oh we're not having sex it's just all this other stuff like for real like wait and don't do all this Mm -hmm. other stuff then like I can trust him when I get married because if he can't resist me what about a fine woman that comes if we just had an argument or something and some woman exactly and he's like I can't resist like I don't want to be with you you know like you can't even resist that (laughs) so I don't know all that stuff goes through my mind I would just say it's so worth it to wait and I'm sure like when I get married it'll hold even more weight because I've been like literally waiting for like all this time but um I just say keep waiting and if you are sexually active like just take a look at your life and ask yourself for real like is this actually benefiting me in my life you know and if I have a child with this person do I want to be stuck with them for the rest of my life and usually the answer Mm -hmm. answer is heck no so (laughs) Mm -hmm. get out while you can so yeah that's what I would say Okay, so I want to thank you again for coming on here and being super transparent and just being your authentic self. So share your social media one more time for everybody so they can go and follow you for sure. Yeah, so um, my social media account on Facebook is Ash Elise, A-S-H, and then the space, and then E-L-I-S-E. And on Instagram is I'm Ashley Lee. So it's the letter I, the letter M, and then A-S-H-E-L-I-S-E. And I also have a podcast. Um, it's called Life with Ashley Lee. And I'm on Twitter, too. If you want to follow me over there, I'll just be ranting and talking about stuff, um, random things. <laughs> That's I'm Ashley Lee, too. But, yeah, and if also I have a, um, like I said, I have a course in, um, about purpose and discovering and defining your purpose and just monetizing and all that. So if you're interested in that, you can totally click the link in my Instagram bio and book your free 15 minute consultation with me. So that's all I got. (laughs) Well, thank you again. And yeah, I hope that we'll talk to you. All right. Thank you for the invite girl and keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Hey guys, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And if you did enjoy this episode that's diving deep into celibacy and sex, please make sure that you share this with a friend. Share, I mean, literally, you guys, we have had so many. I did a poll on Instagram um, maybe a couple of days ago, a week ago at the most. And I asked which topic that you all wanted to hear more about, celibacy or money. And most of you picked money, but majority, literally over 60%, I chose celibacy. So I know that you all really wanted to hear this topic. And I really hope that it helped you in certain ways where you can stay true to your celibacy or abstinence until you're married. And if you're not following Ashley Lee, go ahead and do that right now at Ashley Lee, if I'm not mistaken, (laughs) on Instagram. Instagram and make sure that you all if you if you do share this make sure that you tag her as well as at underscore fgcc so i want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode and let us know what you think yeah go on our instagram and go on ash and and you know let her know um what you think let us know what you think and yeah so we'll talk to you guys next week